Sports ASA, Dan Menzo and David Wildey lost in the wash thanks to Toolkit Depot. Become a Toolkit Depot trade member and get trade pricing every time you shop tools. Well, that's the thing about, that's what I like about, yeah that's the thing about, the thing about football. Good man, Greg Champion, we were up in Alice Springs one day and he had this old little a Range Rover, a Land Rover, and he took me out in the desert. I thought I'd never come back again, Dan, but I did. He, he's just a good bloke. He's a lot of tunes, that, uh, and he's been. He started with the could have been champions, didn't he? That was was say, where... They don't, they don't uh, sing those songs, or we don't get those no. songs, those footy songs anymore. Catchy. The Holy Grail and every other one. That What's comes your favourite up, up there, Kazali? Yeah, up there, Kazali. It's very good. Just since she was in yep, spine, it does, doesn't it? Doesn't it's it? fantastic. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody playing footy. <laughs> yeah, not a bad little shout out. Yeah, and now last night you picked your bottom three teams, and I think we all agreed you had West Coast, North Melbourne, and Hawthorne. Yes, which I think, yeah, I mean, regardless of whether you back for those teams or not, I think a lot of people would have that order, or at least close to that order for the bottom three. So tonight it's my fifteenth, fourteenth, and thirteenth on the ladder, so it gets a little bit harder. So. In 15th, I've gone with Richmond. In 14th, uh, I went with the Bombers, Essendon. And in 13th, I've gone with Fremantle. So let's start with 15th position, which is Richmond. Great song too, that one. Uh, It is a great song, Tigerland. It's been sung plenty of times at the MCG over the past seven or eight years now. And, and that success is probably why a lot of people will have them down the lower end of the ladder because it's just really difficult. When you have such success, you have a little dynasty, you win three flags there in that time period. It makes it really difficult to contend for a long time. And that's why I think they're going to struggle a bit this year. Why they can potentially finish higher than 15th on the ladder? Well, they've got a new coach. Adam Uze is their new coach. It's that new energy. It's that sugar hit from a new coach. That will be good for the group. That You feel like they need that uh, re-energization, I guess. But the other part, Woods, is if you still look at their best team on paper, the experienced players they have can certainly stand up. They've done it before. They've still got the likes of Dylan Grimes, Vlosten, Jaden Short, Rioli, uh, Taranto's obviously in the team. If Lynch can get fit, Dustin Martin is still playing, yeah. Shea Bolton, Dion Prestia, Hopper, and then Curvis. So there's still it's some really good, good names yeah. there. It's, it's just they do drop away, and, and that leads me into my next point, why they might struggle. Well, Noah Bolter last year, he finished seventh in their best and fairest, but... There was no one else under the age of 24 that finished in the top 19 places in their best and fairest. Is that right? So it just shows that their reliance on their older players, their aging premiership stars, has been far too high. And, and they don't, at the moment, have that young group coming through. And you need that depth. And that's probably why I think this year is going to be a real struggle if they can't get the likes of Tom Lynch fit and healthy and on the park because they just don't have the cattle to If he doesn't play, they... They'll finish exactly where you've got them. Yep, and there's definitely concerns there for them. So that's why I've got Richmond in 15th position. This one, the Bombers fans, it's been a long time com- coming. They won't like hearing that I have them in 14th, but it, 14th, it's Essendon. Haven't heard that for a while. Love the song, though, but I think you're right. And with Brad Scott, now the coach, he won't be like hearing that, Dan, that they're going to finish 14th. He came in a bit late last year, didn't he? He didn't have the full sort of um, 
handle over what was going on, both with recruiting and... But now he's got another year there. Has led me in beautifully there, Wilds. Well done. That's why you're good at what you do. Why they can be better this year is exactly that. Second year under Brad Scott... He, he didn't have a good crack last year. He wasn't able to implement the game plan. There's a lot of things going on off-field. Now they've had a full preseason, and they were injury-riddled last year too. People probably forget or, or don't realise that Peter Wright, he only played 10 games last season. Uh, he was their best and fairest the year before. Jake Stringer, 17. Draper played 14. Ridley, 17. And Parrish, 18. So you wouldn't say that they missed majority of the year, but that's still chunks of the season. And their two guns, the young guns, talk about Cox, the big turn and three-centimetre wingman, yep. hardly played at all. And I think Jones Jones hardly played a lot of footy too. So you're right, they had a that's a big injuries, and uh, they need all hands on deck. They do, and another year of developing those young guys that you mentioned, as well as Nick Martin, Jai Caldwell, Xavier Dersmer, if you can come on, Archie Perkins and Ben Hobbs. You, you think that they would be able to be more competitive, and that's why potentially they might finish higher than 14th where I have them. Why they might struggle, for mine, it's their top-end talent. I, If you look at the best teams in the competition, I ask the question, is their top-end talent good enough? Now, we know they've got Merritt, they've got Parrish, but then, then where from there? Well, where do you, and even still, if I mention Merritt and Parrish out loud, they're good players. But if I look at other teams up the top of the table, it's no Lockie Neal and McLuggage or Bontempelli and Libber or McRae. So I just think that the top-end talent is where they are let down. And last year they, they went 11 wins, 12 losses with a poor percentage. Their draw is also very tough too. A lot of people don't realise that the Bombers only play against what I see as the bottom six team one. Uh, they only play one bottom six team twice, twice, and that is the West Coast Eagles. They play Adelaide twice. That's difficult. They play Collingwood twice. That's difficult. Gold Coast, Sydney, and St. Kilda. So it's not an easy run for the Bombers. It's why I have them in 14th with mm. six or seven wins for the season. Good call. And the next one? In 13th position, I have gone with the Fremantle Dockers. We keep saying that. What a great song. There's some good footy songs out there, Wilts. What's the worst? The song we probably don't hear a lot is the Gold Coast Suns and the Giants song, which you'd uh, struggle to be able to. But most of the old I quite like the Giants song. The Giants song is a good song, but we will get to them. Uh, They're they're not down this low on the ladder. So keep listening and, again, text in on 0427-154-166 if you're in disagreement with my picks or if you completely agree, we'd love to hear it. But on to Fremantle, why they can potentially finish higher than 13th on the ladder where I've got them, what's well, the midfield brigade? I think they're one-two punch in the ruck with Darcy if he stays fit and Jackson is very good. Uh, we know what their young midfielders have done in, over the last couple of years in Sarong, in good Brayshaw, good yeah. players. And they're talking about Hayden Young going in there. They're talking about Nat Fife playing in there and being fit this season. So if they can get that middle of the ground right and sorted and healthy, then they will be a good side. Issues up four though, isn't it? Jump up. And that's where I think they might struggle is they need more goal kickers. They they have relied on far too few 
uh, for a number of years now. And even if you look at last season, uh, Malcolm Walters is one of their top goal kickers from last year. It just it, it screams out that they're reliant. They need someone to come through. Walters kicked 33 goals last season. So only Jai Miss, who had a good year last year and is on the way up, kicked 41, kicked more goals. Lockie Schultz was the other one to kick 33, and he's gone. So concerns there for them with their forward line and their goal kickers. But the other one I'd say is people still don't realize this. Of their best 22 players for Fremantle, half of them are not even in their prime yet. They've still got a young list, and it means that they're going to be better in a couple of years, but I still think they need a year or two into the younger players that are amongst their best players before they really are a contender. Yeah, I agree, and you talk about pressure on coach um, Longmuir too. I mean, I, I thought he's done pretty well up until perhaps last year, but I'd, where does their improvement come from? Have they, have they got some good kids coming through? We've seen... You said uh, I'm, I'm missing, and they've got a few other youngsters. Uh, Hayden Young's in probably third or fourth year, but I don't know where their goal. My real worry is um, you look at their forward line, and who's unless you play Fife as a permanent forward, I think he could kick 40 or 50 if he stayed there all year. Yeah, it just didn't work that well from last year, which they weren't wrapped with. And, but you're right, I mentioned Jai Miss 41, Lockie Schultz 33, Walters 33. Then it was Michael Frederick with 26, Luke Jackson kicked 22, and Sam Sturt kicked 17. So, yeah, nothing stands out there. You mentioned the younger players. Sturt 23, Frederick's 23, Sarong we know he's 22, Jordan Clark's 23. But the other point that you made, uh, Wilds, which I think has gone against Fremantle and Longmuir in particular is when they made the finals last season in 2022 they were ahead of their time so it actually has probably hurt him because the expectations are greater now on the Dockers or they were last year than what they should have been they were way ahead of their time list wise and making the top top eight last year probably actually has hurt him in terms of the pressure it's put on the Dockers to actually be a contender how's their draw do they, do they pick up any of the lower sides twice? Yeah, their draws their draws not too bad for where they finished last year. They play against Richmond twice. They play the West Coast Eagles twice. They've got Melbourne, Port Adelaide, Sydney, and the Bulldogs all twice. So they're it's not the toughest draw, but it's also not the easiest. Again, it depends how they go traveling away from home. They're going to win a lot of games at home. They'll drop a few, but they weren't great last year away from home. You're right. Their key is their, is their center square, isn't it? The two yeah. big men are fantastic players, and... And Brayshaw, uh, Caleb Sarong is just a brilliant player. They had Will Brody in there for a while too, and he just dropped off. They didn't play him last no, year. No, they didn't. And it's also a key for them because their defenders are defenders that really love to drop off and read the play. Like You've got Luke Ryan. You've got Brennan Cox back there. Pierce. Jordan Clark. Pierce is probably their only real lockdown, but he even still likes to float at times too. So if they're losing the center square battle, those guys are in trouble. Yeah, and once again, we look, their, their back line's not too bad. Their midfield's okay, but... It comes down to the. I don't think they kick enough goals. You need to be able to look at Adelaide last year. They could, you know, kick 16, 17, 18, 20 goals most weeks. They rarely, Fremantle, very rarely kick more than 12 or 13 goals. Yeah, and it's been their, their struggle for a while now, to be honest. Uh, and so they need to get that set. Tabner only played the four games last year. They just, oh, Miss is the one who will come on, but they need a bit more. Brad Scott just called in too and said, how dare you have them at 14th or whatever. <laughs> no, he said, that's great. Less uh, pressure on me. <laughs> but, I mean, that that to me shows all the unknowns because sometimes um, Essendon can play some really, really attacking footy and they, they beat they can beat some good teams. Then they can get belted. But you think with Brad Scott, as you said, second year, um, they'll be a lot better for and get rid of the dead wood and get players that want to play for the club. But when you compare them to 
teams above, even Port and the Crows, I think they are behind them, aren't they? Uh, you've hit the nail on the head there. I can't trust the Bombers, and that's why I haven't put them up higher on the list. There is, when we go through it, there is 12 or 13 teams that could make the eight this year, without a doubt. Uh, and the Bombers, unfortunately, I can't trust them more than those top 12 or 13 teams ahead of them because, as what you said, they'll beat some good sides and then they'll get pummeled by poorer teams. I think you've nailed it. I'm just wondering what you... Does it, it must get harder now. The gets, next three will get harder. So we will go through 12th, 11th, and 10th on Monday night, all the way through to Thursday next week where we'll have the top three. And, Wills, I guarantee you, it gets very difficult from here. I um, I had a look at my, uh, my top eight, and I'm still trying to fit three other sides in there. I just can't do that. Uh, Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Write them down. Terrific company too. Nutrient Ag Solutions. And uh, um, yes, interesting. I've I've actually got, I'll just give you quickly my top eight because you're doing the from the go to woe. I've got Brisbane, Giants, Collingwood, Melbourne, Carlton. This is where it gets tough. Uh, Gold Coast. Had Port Adelaide out. I put them back in after... After today, we spoke about Port at the top of the show. Um, and Sydney, no room for St Kilda. No not, Adelaide in there either. I'm sure I've got Adelaide. <laughs> I'm going to re- redo that. Oh, it's such a difficult task. Anyhow, well done. I think you've absolutely nailed that. And, uh, as so you far. As you always do. <laughs> okay, time now to speak with a young gun from Port Adelaide, Josh Sin.